0: Hello and welcome to the Jesus Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Lena Elsiah Lee, also known as Lena the Jesus Witch on TikTok and Instagram. The Jesus Witch Podcast is a show dedicated to opening the conversation about including Jesus in witchery practices. The goal of this podcast is to not be evangelical, the goal is to spread the love, light, truth acceptance and oneness that is jesus christ himself here at the jesus which podcast we believe all people are loved by god and all people are loved by jesus we believe in community and the power of fellowship we believe in giving whatever you reasonably can to help your neighbor who's in need and above all we believe in the power of creating a relationship with jesus that is authentic and unique to you join me for new episodes of the jesus which podcast every single monday and be sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app
1: Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Jesus Witch Podcast. This week on the podcast, I have a really cool guest here with me. I have an astrologer. Her name is Whitley. Can you introduce yourself and like tell us who you are, what you do? Like that kind of stuff. Yes. Well, first, I want to say
2: thank you for having me. Um, But yeah, my name's Whitley. I'm a professional astrologer and I have a very special interest in event astrology
1: and asteroids. Yes. And that's why I wanted Whitley on the podcast specifically, because I feel like a lot of astrologers on TikTok, the only asteroid they'll talk about is Chiron. Maybe they'll talk about your like Lilith placement. That's not even technically an asteroid anyway. Um, but then nobody talks about event astrology. And I don't know why. I think it's really interesting. So I wanted to have Whitley on to talk a little bit about that modality of astrology. So um, wow. I'm curious, how did you get into astrology? And like, um, more specifically, how did like event astrology pique your interest And an asteroids pique your interest?
2: So I got interested in astrology um, from a really young age, my mom is a witch, and she had my birth chart read for me. Uh, when I was about 12 years old, and um, I started getting into it then, but um, I didn't start getting like really deep into it until about 2011, after I went through some pretty Mm -hmm. traumatic-ish, and after that point, I became engulfed in it, because I wanted answers. I wanted to know why, or if there was like a bigger, higher meaning for like why I went through what I went through, and because of that, like, there were specific dates that were particularly traumatic. And I'm like, I wonder if I pull a chart for the date and time X, Y, and Z happened, if it'll show me something. And it turns out it does. And I just kind of went balls to the wall with it. Like, I, I love looking up event charts for everything. Even, this is going to sound morbid, but like, mass shootings
1: and stuff yeah. like that. Like, like, you know, just same anything. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, deaths, I mean, yeah. yeah. Any death. attacks. Yeah. Any anything like li- literally. This is. I mean, like this is morbid. I was rear-ended by a drunk driver in December. Right. I uh, screenshotted the nine-one-one call when I made it to know what time I made the call so I could pull the event chart in the midst of the dealing with an accident. Yeah. Why, dumbass, like let's pull the time for the chart. Yes. You want to talk about morbid, okay? Like mm-hmm. I'm in a life or death situation pulling information for a birth chart. Anyway. Literally. Yes. That's when once you get hooked on event astrology, I swear that's what you're gonna be doing in your life. Like that, that's literally it. You'll be in the middle of like something horrible happening to you. And you're like, ooh, screenshot, now I have the time. Like, yep. That's really it. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> that's so bad. Anyway. Um, Another thing I found really interesting about you. Let's talk about like about astrology towards the end because I feel like okay. everybody's going to be like really interested now. But now you got to hear the other the the other stuff. Let's talk about asteroids. I get asked all the time about asteroids. What are they? What what do they mean? Like, why do you look at them in a birth chart?
2: Yeah. So I love asteroids. Um, you know. Unless they're prominent in your chart, which I'll get into like what makes them prominent, they're they're not as like heavy hitters as like your Mars sign or your sun sign, but they can still give you a deeper understanding about yourself or events. Um scientifically, as far as I know, um asteroids are just giant floating space rocks.
1: (laughs) Or something. Who knows? (laughs) right yeah who so, knows scientists know but not us exactly I'm not a scientist
2: don't, don't <laughs> do not come to me for anything sciencey um
1: I only pass for yeah. science because my teacher liked me like don't ask me about this <laughs> yes yes
2: um but yeah there's a lot of people don't know that like there's so many asteroids that are being discovered every single day and um there are some certain asteroids that are like more popular than others, such as like Chiron, Ceres, Pallas, so on and so forth. Um, but there's like really, really, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Really descriptive, very like it, it relates to something very specific. That, that's the word I'm looking for specific.
1: Um, mm-hmm.
2: And they all deal with different themes. Um, a lot of them are named after Greek gods and goddesses. So you can get a good idea about what they're about by reading up on the lore on those gods and goddesses.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's like, there's all like, there's like ethos and there's like Nike, who's also uh, is is it Nike or Nike? I don't know. <laughs> One of the I, you two. <laughs> yeah, I just I feel like it's kind of almost you know if you call it Nike the god Nike or kind of calling it a shoe yeah so you know uh but there's like literally asteroids for everything and um i'm curious like is there are there asteroids that like relate to like you know what well firstly what are your like favorite asteroids to look at and in like a birth chart like somebody comes to you for a reading and they want to look at asteroids too what asteroids are you going to firstly like be drawn to looking at
2: so the first one always which is probably the most popular is chiron Mm-hmm. I love Chiron. Um, Chiron is the wounded healer. Um, as far as I remember, I believe the, the lore goes, it's like he shot himself in the foot with a... No, wait, that's bolus. Maybe? I don't know. But regardless, Chiron represents one of our biggest wounds and mm-hmm. also our biggest opportunity to heal. So depending on where it's at in your chart, what it's aspecting, um, the sign, it, it can show different traumas. But... You know Chiron gets a bad rap, honestly, um like just being purely painful, but a lot of people leave out the healing part. A lot of healers you'll find have prominent Chiron, such as you. you yes. have a prominent
1: chiron <laughs> I do yeah. I am a Chiron conjunct my ascendant, but it's interesting with me because my Chiron is in Libra and my ascendant is in Scorpio, so I always thought that was like pretty fascinating, Mhm,
2: yeah, yeah, so. Yeah, I'm, Chiron's my number one to pull because you can go deep into trauma so on and so forth. But um, my next favorite one, for, sort of like my baby, is Pholus. I love mm-hmm. Pholus. Pholus is asteroid number 5145. Um, Pholus can represent like an unexpected event, um, a life-changing event, something that changes the course of your life in some way. Um, and also can sometimes signify something dealing with three generations though I haven't really played around with that meaning too much
1: interesting Mm -hmm. so interesting um, yes I have actually three generations of birth charts I have my mother's with an accurate birth time mine and then my kids I'm gonna go look at all three of our birth charts now with that uh, asteroid yeah that's interesting
2: yeah and depending on like which planet it's aspecting I don't really look at it by sign too much because it is so Mm -hmm. incredibly slow moving that it's not a generational planet per se, but I mean, it, I don't know the exact time it lasts in a sign, but it's years. So, um, but I do like to look at it by aspect. Like if it's like aspecting your son, it can suggest a turning point in your life. That's very public. Um, also sometimes it can, um, show like a turning point in your life. Like your, um, sex life comes to light. <laughs> Interesting. Um, if it's um, stress or if it's a, eh, in a stressful aspect to mars it can suggest like getting hurt in an accident that changes the course of your life like whether like you know you get like an injury or something like that um and so on and so forth
0: um now a quick break from this week's episode of the jesus witch podcast to talk about a few ways you can help support the show One way you can help support the creation of the Jesus Witch Podcast is to become a supporter of us on Patreon. On our Patreon, there are four different tiers that you could choose from, and they're all named after tarot cards. We have the Fool, the Magician, the Hierophant, and the High Priestess. In the Fool tier, you get early ad-free episodes of the Jesus Witch Podcast, extended show note pages when available, Christian tarot grimoire pages, and access to our monthly community oracle reading. In the Hierophant tier, you get everything from the Fool tier. Tarot spreads to help your connection with Christ, Spirit, your higher self. I also like to put out new tarot spreads for each full moon or new moon, Wheel of the Year, Holiday, and Zodiac sign. In the Magician tier, you also get one Bible-based spell grimoire page each month. This teaches you how to incorporate the Bible into your own spell practice. In the Hierophant tier, you get everything from the Fool and the Magician tiers as well as a Happy Mail package from me every single month with the ingredients to make a spell as well as an extra Bible-based spell page for your grimoire. And then you get access to our spellcasting Zoom each month where we do the spell that I sent you together. In the High Priestess tier, you get everything from the Magician, Fool, and Hierophant tiers as well as an extra Bible-based spell from the Sun and Moon Oily Co. in your Happy Mail package each month, and a one-on-one Zoom call with me every single month to discuss your practice, how you're growing, and any suggestions that I could give to you to help you on your path. Patreon tiers start at $6.66 per month, and you can find the link to that in the show notes page. Another way you can help support the show is by shopping at my Etsy shop, the Sun and Moon Oily Co. Over on the Sun and Moon Oily Co., I offer Bible-based spell oils, ritual bath salts, Jesus Witch or christian witch specific mystery boxes and custom spell oils over on my etsy shop is where you can also book different types of readings with me i offer tarot readings for your young child channel messages from jesus or from lilith i also have a listing for general tarot readings you could grab a soul contract reading between yourself and another person or yourself and a deity that you're working with or curious to work with or even grab an astrology reading for yourself or an astrology reading for your kiddos to help you parent them better and more effectively. There's also Jesus Witch merch on my Etsy shop and so many other things that I am planning on adding to my shop. So head over to the Sun and Moon Oily Co. to check that out. Another thing you can do to support the growth of the Jesus Witch Podcast is join our Discord community. The Jesus Witch Church is our free 18-plus Discord community where we host Jesus Witch church services and moon circles. This is your place to ask all Jesus Witch or witchy questions in general and make some really awesome friends. You can find the link to our church in the show notes page. Another free way you could support the Jesus Witch podcast is by sharing this show with a friend and rating it on whatever podcasting app you're using with five stars. Leaving us a nice review really helps get the word out about the show, and don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting app. Another thing you could do to help the creation of the show is send a donation to the Jesus Witch Podcast via Cash App or PayPal. It takes a lot of time and effort for me to create the Jesus Witch Podcast, and getting donations helps me get the support and help that I need to be able to create this type of content for you. Donations also help keep this podcast free to everybody, so if you love this show and the information that's being put out there, please consider sending a donation to my PayPal or my Cash App. The username on both is The Jesus Wedge Podcast, but the link for both of those can be found in the show notes page. And the final way that you could help support the creation of The Jesus Wedge Podcast is by sending me a gift. In the show notes page, I have the link to my Amazon wish list. Everything that I put on this wish list was put there to help create content for you. Simply put, buying things off of this Amazon niche list helps me so that I don't have to purchase them myself. So I can put more of my resources in towards making the Jesus Witch Podcast. If you would like to support the Jesus Witch Podcast by buying me a gift or in any other way, you could find all the links to everything mentioned in this ad in the show notes page. Now let's get back to the show.
2: Yeah, I, I, I love full list. It it's always a mixed bag. Whenever I pull Foles in someone's chart and I ask them like, what about this moment changed your life? There's so many different stories. Like, for example, one of my clients, I have her permission to share this, but her fullest um, was in conjunct her Mars. And at the time, um, at the time of her accident, her fullest, Mars was conjunct her fullest. But anyways, what had happened was, there was this man that escaped from prison and he hijacked a car yeah. and he was going a hundred miles per hour on a residential street and rear-ended her while she was sitting still. She was fine. Everything was fine. But yeah, that's just an example of in inaction. Completely unexpected. You don't know where it's coming from. <laughs> like it's insane.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That's crazy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now I gotta, I gotta do this Pholus character. I've actually like never heard of that in all my years. I've been studying astrology since my baby. My, my eldest was a baby. Never Mm -hmm. heard of an asteroid. Because nobody talks about asteroids. Yes.
2: Oh, and that's another thing with Pholus too. Pholus is believed to also um, potentially relate to viruses. Uh Uh-huh. And what I find very. Yes. What I find very interesting is during COVID, at the date it was um, announced as a public health emergency in the United States, FOLIS was um, in Capricorn, which of course rules the government, but more importantly, it was at four degrees, which is a cancer degree. And we all got ordered to stay at home. Cancer rules the home.
1: <laughs> yep. that's, yeah, wow. I, see, that's a, that's the kind of shit that I love yes. When you get to be that specific, that's where people are like, oh, maybe it's not fake, <laughs> you exactly, know? Exactly. Exactly. So, besides Polis and Chiron, are there anybody else who you like like to look at
2: specifically?
1: Um, it depends
2: on what type of reading I'm doing, but um, when it comes to like spirituality, a couple um, asteroids that I really like to pull are um, Calliope.
1: Which? How do you spell that? Uh, or do you K- know the name?
2: Uh, I don't know the number off top, um, but it's K-A-L-L-I-O-P-E. And um, I can actually pull up the number real quick, but her asteroid has to do with cursed foresight, which sounds horrible. It sounds scary. But basically what it can mean is clairvoyance, seeing into the future, Mm -hmm. having prophetic dreams. So um, yeah, I I really like pulling Calliope. I find it very prominent in... um, reader's charts
1: Cran, and um Cran, let's see,
2: what else Cran, also Pythia I like Cran, to pull Pythia as well Cran. Cran. Pythia is um P-Y-T-H-I-A.
1: I I've heard and, of um, Pythia
2: yes she has to do with divination mm-hmm. oh, okay Pythia is asteroid 432 and Calliope is number 22
1: oh she's an early asteroid yes <laughs> but, um, <laughs>
2: Yeah, I frequently find Pythia prominent in people's charts who are like literal professional tarot readers, or you don't even have to be a professional, but people who like use divination in their everyday mm-hmm. life, it's almost always prominent. That's cool. Yes, I
1: love it. Um, let's see, what else? I love series. Ceres Series
2: is a little bit more popular, which I like, but series has a lot to do with motherhood. Yeah, and nurturing
1: and that's the reason why i love it i'm a mom so <laughs> see i love cyrus because um i see in my chart it's not prominent at all and but it's in right. gemini it's the only pl- placement that i have in gemini and it's directly conjunct my husband's sun mars and mercury not mercury sorry yeah no mercury he's a sun mars and mercury all conjunct so it's all like there on his stuff so I'm like oh that's so cute <laughs> see that's where sometimes just, just asteroids could be like I don't feel like it really matters in my chart, but it matters when you put our charts together. Exactly.
2: Exactly. Like sometimes an asteroid will just be floating in your chart. It's not doing anything, but depending on transits or people you meet, it can be quote unquote activated as Mm -hmm. I like to call it. And it can kind of come into the picture.
1: Yeah, no, that's definitely, that's definitely, it'd like, he's who I, you know, became like a mom with, and like, it's like, it definitely activated that part of my chart, so it's like really interesting to find, you know, like, you might have an asteroid that doesn't really matter too much, but then you put it with somebody else, it's like, Mm -hmm. or even in an event or anything like that, Um, but are there any, like, other little, like, asteroids that are, like, cool to look at in a birth chart, like, yes um oh god there, there's so many that I love <laughs> um please just list else? them I am writing um, them all down as you go okay. so that I'll put them on notes page <laughs>
2: um I really like Hecate there's an asteroid Hecate her number is a hundred um and just as one would assume um her asteroid has to deal with witchcraft and witches and it's usually found prominently in people who obviously dabble in magic um it's actually conjunct my ascendant exact and it's also conjunct Beyonce's ascendant which I always thought was very what Uh uh-huh
1: she's a witch I'm telling you I've been saying I've been saying no you don't even gotta say it now that's (laughs) that proved it yes yes um let's see what else
2: have Um, twins during Gemini season
1: right only a witch would do that
2: exactly exactly um there are some darker asteroids that um I find useful for example there's Dejanira, which is um asteroid 157 and Dejanira is known as the victim asteroid um she, we all have a degenera in our chart um, and it can just represent where we have become a victim. And it, I mean like a true victim, not like, oh, pity is me, oh, oh, oh. like not making ourselves a victim. Like we were literally a victim of something. Um, it can be more prominent in people's charts than others, which can suggest it being more prominent in your life. Um, but that's not the only thing that can suggest being the victim of something in your chart, just to be clear. I always want to point that out because I feel like sometimes people have gone through really traumatic stuff and then they pull up their degenera and it's, it's not a big player, so to speak. And so they're like, what does this mean? I, you know, it's supposed to be there. So that's not the only thing that can represent you being a victim of something, but um, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's darker, but it's useful. It's helped me explain a hell of a lot. I'll tell you that much.
1: Yeah. (laughs) No, and I think that's like the purpose of astrology but it's like, I've always seen it as more of like the the most tangible thing we have here on earth out to our soul contract. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, if we're looking at these things to try to like, understand why we've been through like a specific event or a traumatic, like, you know, thing, or even like something joyful, you know, like looking at every part of the picture helps.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And speaking of contracts, you just meant, you just like struck something in me.
2: There is an asteroid called ACO, which is 4797. Um, now this is a little bit more experimental. I've only seen one source on it, and I've been playing with it myself, but um, it means contract, and it appears to me to symbolize like actual physical, non-magical contracts. Like I'm signing a contract to do X, Y, and Z for you, but
1: mm-hmm.
2: I've seen it pop up in some spiritual contexts as well, almost like a soul contract. So I struggle to to define it but I feel like it's I feel like it's important it's something I always keep in my back pocket
1: yeah that one I want to look at on like I would like to look at that one between people who are like in relationships you know and have like a like a marriage contract to see how it plays that seems like because it would that would that's like a spiritual and physical contract you know Uh uh-huh I think that would be interesting to look that through Yes. I've never thought to look at it with marriage.
2: Um, let's see. Oh, Juno. Hi, Juno. Juno's I, a I was almost forgot her. I love Juno. Oh my God. So Juno is known as the wife asteroid. And I like that definition, but she is so much more than the wife asteroid. Okay. Like Juno can represent pure physical um, feminine beauty, right? Mm-hmm. Femininity and also smelling good interior design and making things look pretty and also she also has to deal with meteorology as well i haven't played around yes yes i haven't played around with her too much to like kind of test that out but um according to the astrologer demetria george she has to do with meteorology as well so that might be something interesting to look up and play with in terms of like hurricanes or tornadoes yeah mm -hmm.
1: yeah That's crazy. Yeah, like that's crazy. Okay, huh? Yeah, because I've never thought to look at Juno more than anything. Really, as like the wifey, you
0: know? Mm -hmm.
1: Because I, I don't know. I like I clearly like with uh, which is really funny. Tarot readings. If you watch me live on this on TikTok, you know, do not do relationship tarot readings. I hate Uh doing relationship (laughs) readings. But when it comes to astrology, I love relationship (laughs) readings. Same. Same it's totally different because it's like it's tangible you're not playing off of people's like emotions you know what I'm saying like you're actually looking at something I Uh feel like with with tarot readings I kind of get like this bias where either I feel like their energy is like a little too needy because they're asking these questions or I just kind of like why are you why are you even asking cards this figure it out yourself yeah no I I completely agree
2: because like you know your birth chart, your birth chart is your birth chart, you know, it's from the moment you were born, regardless of how you feel one day to the next, it's always going to stay the same. The only thing Mm -hmm. that affects it really is transits and other people, aka synastry. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's a lot less subject to, um, uh emotions and like mm-hmm. you know it's it's more concrete I like it
1: yes that's exactly why I like it for relationships. I also just feel like it gives better information about like a relationship than cards do unless you're doing like a full-on soul contract read I think that's like different but if you're just mm-hmm. doing like quick pulls definitely like looking at synastry and then seeing what transits I feel like is better and more accurate than yes. asking you know I don't know that's a that might be a bias um but I also wanted to ask about uh asteroids that relate to like Christianity and Jesus specifically have you found any I have some pulled up so the first
2: one I found in relation to Christianity which by the way I just want to say I would have not really looked into this had it not been for you (laughs) (laughs) like I, I really wouldn't have but then you mentioned I'm like Hold on a second. Now wait. I, honestly, not to go on a tangent here, but you've opened my eyes up so much when it comes to oh, Jesus. Thank you. Oh. Like, um, a little bit about my practices. I practice hoodoo, and
1: um,
2: okay. Part of what we do in what? hoodoo is use the Bible.
1: What? And what? I don't know why I never made the connection before
2: that I'm incorporating <laughs> Jesus Christ into my craft by using the Bible. <laughs> It literally did not click until I started watching your videos.
1: I was like, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's so cool. No, it yeah, is. I, it is. It's definitely like his energy or like at least that like creator energy or like creatrix energy that comes, you know? Mm-hmm. Really. Yes. And There's I've been
2: working with more. him much more. Yeah. I have. Yes, I have. He's like fun. specifically, work. Yes, he is. He is. He's really one. So I'm loving. He really is.
1: She's really. Like, just like, calm down. Yep. You're okay. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> so, um, in terms of Christianity asteroids, I have a couple. One of them is Logos. Um, that is asteroid 58534. Five, um, it's believed to be directly related to Christ consciousness and how we choose to connect to the highest level of divinity
1: yes so in like Christianity logos is another word for like the holy spirit or like that wisdom consciousness I had no idea okay then My my friend Amanda, shout out to Amanda, she taught me that. <laughs> she does all this like angel work and one day she's like like talking all about the Holy Spirit and talking about logos, logos, logos. So when you mentioned that asteroid first when we were talking about it, I'm like, ooh, she's gonna be excited to hear this episode. Um you keep saying hi, hi.
2: <laughs> He knows all the planet names. Another one is Spirit that is asteroid 37452. Now this appears to have multiple meanings. It's like kind of connected to Christianity. Um, cause it does have to do with, um, divinity, um, and connection to the divine source. Mm-hmm. Um, but also it refers to just like our soul, like, you know, our soul's journey and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So depending on where it's at, um, it can show how you connect to divinity, um, what it's aspecting in different ways you do, so on and so forth.
1: I would also assume, in like transit astrology, this would be a, uh, an important one if you're looking at your spiritual growth and your spiritual development and seeing where it's aspecting currently, you know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, let's see. So I have a list of other asteroids,
2: but you already know those. I do not know the bible like that so i know they are biblical figures but i cannot tell you what they mean and what their story is Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but there's an asteroid called mary i know a little bit about yeah and that would be like
1: a mothering like kind of like where you can sacrifice kind of asteroid i would assume Mm -hmm. her her asteroid is 2779
2: um and then, let's see,
1: about my list here.
2: Um, Daniel, I, I know he's a biblical figure, don't know much about him, but- <laughs> He was in the
1: lion den, and he was like a warrior. He's also one of the first recorded vegans of history. Really? Yes, the Daniel Diet in, oh gosh, is it numbers or is it just Daniel? No, it's just Daniel, duh i think it's daniel one he all oh, this one fat or this one king is like okay everybody's gonna eat this specific diet and it was all unclean and unkosher food so he was like okay well me and my men for like nine days all we're gonna eat is vegetables just raw vegetables and like water and we'll be like the most fit and the, the guy was like no you won't but go ahead try it at the end of the nine days they were the most fit and he was so there you go raw I vegan right there
2: his asteroid would show up prominently in like um I, possibly people who have IBS or like digestion or stuff like that ah. food intake kind of like Virgo I wonder. kind of gives me Virgo vibes based off of what you just said
1: I wonder I mean like that's not the most important part of his story I, I, I clung on to that because I learned about him and like more about him when I was a vegan. <laughs> so it was <laughs> like really important. He's more known like being very like, like in the, the lions then he he had to like be, you know, overnight and in, in the, the, the cage with several lions and, and the lions didn't eat, eat him because the Holy Spirit kept the mouth of the lion shut the whole night. So he survived through that because um, he was yeah. so faithful to God. That's like who he was kind of thing. I wonder then if that has to deal with divine
2: protection in your chart and Ooh, how does that protect I yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. That's what I was more yeah. so thinking. Is he kind of the law of the lines? but I do definitely see if you're looking in, and I also wonder if he would be my first thought, as I'm saying this, that story about the vegan thing, I wonder if he would be prominent in people like, like really the banana girls chart. Do you know her yes. too? was Yeah. I yes. wonder if he would be prominent in charts like that. You know what I'm saying? Right? I'm curious now. I'm curious. Just, you know, He's what number everyone. was he, if you have it.
2: Oh, yeah. Daniel is 2589. Now, this is going to be embarrassing for me because I practice Solomonic magic, but I do not know his role in the Bible. He's
1: Solomon and all
2: his splendor. I have a good idea based off of the Solomonic magic I do, but like I don't know it in and out, you know what I mean? He
1: was a, he was a big king. He was the king who came before David um, and he was the first he established the first temple of Israel the first grand temple and he had, he was known for having a lot of concubines yeah. <laughs> fucked everybody and their mother mm-hmm. <laughs> that Love was that. Solomon Solomon and all his splendor. The dirtiest book in the Bible is um, his book, The Song of Solomon, and it's like there's one verse about like the 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 bosoms of her breasts. (laughs) Am I reading the Bible or Fifty Shades of Grey? Like what? It's I had no clue there was anything like that at all. Oh yeah, it gets spicy. It gets spicy. It's like Solomon, Solomon and all your splendor. Oh my, like. (laughs)
2: I wonder if his asteroid would have to deal with then, like, um, like acquiring riches and, like, uh, maybe possibly going in
1: excess. He sounds a little excessive. Yeah, he was, (sighs) he was like, he was a Taurus king. Like, let's be real. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That says (laughs) enough. Um. Like how do you describe Solomon as a Taurus?
2: <laughs> That's a language I can speak. So if you can compare, I got you. <laughs> um let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. There's also an asteroid called Church. Church. Um That's, I
1: what's that number? <laughs>
2: 10343.
1: I have to look at that one in my chart. I have to look at that one in my chart so bad.
2: Yeah. So I've never played around with it, but I feel like obviously it has to deal with the church, but I wonder if it's adversely aspected, it
1: could mean
2: uh, possibly being in a cult or like abused by the church. I was
1: like, I need to look at this in my chart because I want to know what does it look like in essence? But I also want to know because like my biggest goal in life is to have a physical church. So I want mm-hmm. to see where it looked like. That seems really interesting. Watch it touch nothing, in my chart. But it'll look okay. Pride done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Down, Leo, mid-heavens. <laughs> Down. <laughs>
2: yes. just um, say one. Well, there's also an asteroid called Christian, in which I have played around with this one, and it's not prominent in all the devout Christians I've pulled. No. But I'd say at least 60, 65%, it was pretty prominent, either conjunct an angle or conjunct a personal planet of some sort. Interesting. Um, yeah, people who are like, like, super, you know, like, church every like Sunday, yeah. Wednesday, you know what I mean? Like, like oh, I mean, for example, home. my, my grandmother in law, um, they're Catholic and. Um, is, they're all about Jesus and the church and everything and it's great it's great they're very open-minded still but um, yeah in her chart Christian touches and aspects like literally everything in her chart
1: like it's crazy really that makes Um, sense that's so cute Jesus was
2: really like your mind. (laughs) mine yes yes that's my umi I love her
1: that's so cute I love that
2: Again, this one I've never played with it. Don't know the story, but I feel like it might be of interest to you,
1: David. Oh yeah, Warrior David. Okay, yeah. Tell me about him. Like, what did he? Do? He was the one who did slayed Goliath, right? So he did that with the okay. slingshot, and you know, like as like this little shepherd boy. He started out as a little shepherd. He wrote a good amount of the Psalms, I believe it was like. of the book of Psalms was written by David. Um, He was a poet. He was a a warrior. He was Israel's greatest king. That's the star of David. It was modeled after his time. He's a very, very, very important figure within Judaism specifically. But yeah, he was a a cool guy.
2: Hmm, I wonder what he would translate to into astrology.
1: I feel Um, like leadership. Leadership and and humility. Mm -hmm. like like where you're a humble leader yeah um his asteroid is 511 get the 511 on david
2: (laughs) (laughs) um let's see let me get some like female ones here because i like
1: (laughs) yeah i like there's a lot of masculine Uh uh-huh right
2: right um Again, just assume the rest of what I'm gonna get into in terms of Christian <laughs> asteroids. I have no clue with the story. That's
1: okay. I might know. I probably know them. Maybe. Um, Ruth. Yes, I was waiting for you to see my girl. <laughs> <Yeah>. She Horace <laughs> Queen, the most loyal, loyal, loyal figure in the Bible. So her story, literally my favorite book of the Bible, she had um, a husband and his husband had a brother, her husband had a brother, and um, her husband and his brother went out to, to go to war and they both died. And so her, his fa- her father-in-law died. So it was just Ruth, her sister-in-law, Naomi. And, or sorry, no, Ruth, her sister-in-law was Orpah, which fun fact, Oprah Winfrey was named after Orpah. Um, she was supposed to name, be named Orpah, but then her mom put the H and then that, that named Oprah. Um, and then <laughs> Naomi was the mother-in-law. So in um, their culture, when the, the, the sons would die, right? Or like the husband, a a daughter-in-law's husband would die. It was up to the parents, it was their job, like the the son's parents to provide that that woman another husband, because otherwise she's pretty much like, unfortunately, useless in that society, right? But since, you know, the the father died and the brother died, there was nobody else. And so Naomi goes to her daughter-in-law's and she's like, just leave me. I'm going to go to my home country. I just, I'm worthless. I just go away. So Orpah left. Um, But Ruth was like, no, where you go, I will go. Where you stay, I will stay. Your God is my God. Like your mine for the rest of my life. She's actually where we get traditional wedding vows from is from Ruth's um, declaration to Naomi. And so they traveled together and they ended up in, um back in i believe israel was where naomi was from and you know she they didn't have anything so ruth was like picking up the like scraps of wheat off the floor and then one day this guy named boaz comes up to her and is like oh just pick from my fields and they figure out that naomi's related to boaz so like you know ruth can go and marry him and she ends up like listening to naomi and like figuring out how to do this it's like a really intricate story but she's extremely loyal Extremely loyal to Naomi, to the bitter end. So she brings her another, like a, a, a child. Like she has a, a child with Boaz and is like, finally, Naomi's like, finally, I can be at peace. Like you have fulfilled your like promises to me. Like she's like the most loyal character in the Bible. Absolutely lovely. I probably described so, that really bad, but I love no, it. No,
2: no, I, I was able to follow. So yeah, it definitely sounds like uh, <laughs> she would definitely have to deal with like loyalty, loyalty till the end. Um, her asteroid number is seven
1: nine eight. Yeah, I love, I love, I love Ruth like more than that's my favorite book of the Bible, straight up. That's one. Uh, <laughs>
2: Sarah,
1: yeah, Sarah was um, his wife. So like Abraham, the the father of all people, he he or the father of Israel, right? He he had his wife Sarah, and um, she was barren for like decades they were old 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 people when they finally had a child and you know god had promised abraham a child and they didn't think that it was going to happen and um there was a lot of like bad shit that went down like abraham ended up taking a consort on sarah's like you know behalf her name is hagar and she had he had a child with her um his name is ishmael and I like, it became like this huge thing. Like Ishmael's people will always be against like Abraham's people, like sort of thing. And, um, but ultimately Sarah did end up bearing a child very late in age, um, and learning like to be like more faithful to, um, the Lord. And that child was that child Jacob. No, Isaac, Isaac, Isaac was the son of Abraham. Okay. Yes. Right. Okay. So
2: I wonder hers probably may that may be one of the ones where it's very specific it could be prominent in women's charts who don't have children until
1: later in life yeah i feel That's like that one I could be think. pretty literal Mhm.
2: yeah and then you just said isaac i have oh wait by the way i don't know if i said it but her asteroid number is 533 isaac it's right below her um is 1546 yeah the number I, I, I honestly don't, don't know as Abraham. much as-
1: he was, he was the son of Abraham, and he was, like, a God's fulfillment of, of a promise, so that's really mm-hmm. what he represents within the Bible, is, like, the fulfillment of a promise, so that's, I feel like that's kind of, like, where his asteroid would, would go. Yeah, that makes sense to me. That makes sense to me. Um, let's
2: see. I know I have more, like, feminine ones in here, because I've learned from you that there are more women in the bible than what i was led to believe
1: yeah i i yeah i didn't know about how many women there were in the bible until i was like an adult which is like kind of sad you know why do i feel like that might be on purpose i don't know (laughs) um well it actually i i feel one it's obviously it's politicized but two like in Genesis, it is prophesied, like, to God prophesizes to Eve that, like, you know, her descendants are always going to be, like, you know, under a man kind of thing, and I feel like that mm-hmm. was, like, the setting up of the patriarchy and where, like, the women erasure was going to start, and it was, like, just, like, this, like, listen, like, now women are going to have to figure out how to rise back up sort of thing, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I like that. I like that's that. How I, that's how I took it. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh, it's just these of period cramps. I'm like, no, it's really a lot more than that, but okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So we talked a little bit about this in the beginning, but can you use astrology for other things besides birth charts and how do you do that? Yes. Um, you
2: can use astrology to plan your week, your month, your year, your life. Um, and you can also use it to um, get insight into a specific event. hmm
1: Um, so let me, let me think, for example, um, I
2: did a chart for the date that, um, the serial killer BTK was arrested, like the Mm -hmm. day and the moment he was arrested. (laughs) And it was so crazy because like themes of justice and being exposed were so intense at that time he was arrested. And I thought that was very interesting because for those who don't know, um, I, he wasn't caught for like 30 years or 35 years. It was a crazy long time. Yeah, 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 he stayed hidden. And ultimately it was his own foolishness that got him caught or his own <laughs> bravado, uh, whatever you want to say. But um, yeah, uh, you can use it to look at anything, <laughs> really any event, any, and it, I know I've been focusing on darker stuff. That's just my Scorpio Midheaven coming through. That's but okay. um, you, can, you can look for like, happy things like um the date of a wedding you know (laughs) um you know the day you graduate (laughs) graduate high school I've been playing around with that like with my sister's chart she's like nine years younger than me and the date she graduated um I was like trying to figure out like what does this really mean for her like what's her next step and I compared Mm -hmm. that to her birth chart and um so far it's lined up a little bit so
1: That's pretty cool to do do. things like that. I always like, because I like to do like um, birth chart, like analysis between parent and child, like do like astral parenting thing. So I always look at the the child's birth chart is not only like their birth chart, but an event for the mother, because it is, it's the moment you become a mom.
2: Yes. So actually, I don't know if you saw the video series I did. So I, I have this series on my TikTok where basically I call it like my chart bucket list. And it's like a list of people and people who've experienced certain things that I really want to do their birth chart for. And one of them was I wanted to do the birth chart of somebody who gave birth by surprise. Like they did not know they were pregnant until they were in labor. Like, boom, baby. One of my followers reached out and it happened to her. And what's crazy, too, is she's on birth control no
1: yes
2: (laughs) and so I was looking at her chart and there actually was some things in her chart pointing to hidden motherhood but specifically I used her daughter's birth chart as kind of like transits for her chart and oh yeah I I can just like send it to you
1: on TikTok like because
2: it is crazy how it played itself out in astrology
1: it is just absolutely bonkers so fat. What are some other things that have been on your bucket list? And now I'm just curious. Um <laughs> let's see.
2: Entomologists, people who study bugs. I don't know why. I just, I, I just want to do one chart of an entomologist, please. <laughs> I've been asking, I've actually gone oh, yeah. onto entomology TikTok and commented on random entomologist profiles. No
1: that's responded. the next level oh my god you need to find a Facebook group for that
2: yeah literally yeah and no make one's post. no one's responded um other ones I would like to other charts why am I like really blanking out on this right now um oh another this is a very specific and I doubt I will ever be able to do one the chart of exotic animal smugglers
0: I want to know what's going on
2: with our sixth house six house was pets. Yeah. animals yeah like I feel like there might be some shady like maybe Neptune there or Pluto or you know something crazy maybe Mercury for the sale of pets
1: i like I don't know wow you have like such random ones I love how like my bucket list when my only one is like I just want to confirm Taylor Swift's birth time that's it I just want to confirm that she's a Scorpio rising because there's another chart that floats around that she's a Capricorn rising, but it's pretty prominent within the Swifty community that she's a Scorpio rising. So it strikes me as a Scorpio rising. There's heavy. no way. Listen to Reputation and tell me that girl's not a, listen to the song Peace and um, what is it? The Archer and tell me she's not a Scorpio rising. Go ahead. I try. <laughs> try. I believe it. I believe it. Um, you have such a good bucket list though. I need to think better now. <laughs> I it's
2: really really random. Um, I want Andrew Tate's birth time, I hate him, but like, I really just want to know. Like, I, I need to know yeah. the whole setup for his
1: chart. I don't blame you, like, there are definitely people who I'm just like, I'm I don't really necessarily like you, but like, what does your birth chart look like, and why don't I like you based on your planets?
2: Yes, yes, yeah. and another one too, um, a little more of it is. Israel keys, the serial killer Israel keys. We have his birth date, but we don't have a birth time. And thing of it is, I don't think we'll ever be able to get a birth time because as far as I Mm -hmm. understood, he was born and like kind of like a cult at home. He didn't Mm -hmm. he had to get his social security card and birth certificate when he was like 19 years old or something. So I doubt we'll ever be able to get it. But that's another one where I'd be really interested to see. Like he's a scumbag. I'm not like you know, like fangirling or anything. Which
1: is interesting.
2: especially the fact that he was able to get away the way he so went about long. things like
1: yeah i really mm-hmm. want to know that um yeah who else
2: is on my bucket list or what else is on my bucket list um, <laughs> so if it's not already obvious i listen to a lot of true crime i i watch true crime and stuff like that oh um, yeah
1: you scorpio med heaven you you listen to a lot of true crime huh oh, yeah okay <laughs> and my pluto's conjunct my too. oh yeah 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 well that that definitely doesn't seem like something you'd be interested in at all right no but um
2: the podcast crime junkie i really want to look at ashley flowers one of the hosts i really mm-hmm. want to look at her birth chart i have her birthday but i don't have her birth time because
1: <laughs> i i just want to know like what i feel like she has spooky stuff somewhere yeah well that's like it like they've got to like people who really get into this i that's something interesting people who are like podcasters for true crime like what Mm -hmm. does your birth chart look like where you're actually like getting like quote-unquote famous off of these really morbid things yeah like i
2: imagine they would have some like dark third house type stuff or 11th house
1: or a darker like
2: midheaven kind of almost like your midheaven
1: sort of thing yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs)
2: oh and another one is very special interest of mine I would love to look at the synastry between um certain high profile criminals and the detectives who finally found out who they were and arrested them
1: that I need to know that's a good one that's a good one too
2: yeah like there's this um guy this serial killer in Canada named Russell Williams and I'm not going to get into it, but Trigger won't get into it. He is a sicko. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> the interviewer who brought him in for the interview, I have never seen such an elegant dance with words. It's available on YouTube. You can watch his mm-hmm. interrogation on YouTube. He is able to get this decorated Air Force guy who's very, you know, organized and he's able to get him to admit to
1: everything. And I would love to know their synastry between the two of them. Like, because they've got to have something that, like, uh-huh, you know, there are just up. certain people that like, you'll, like, talk to, and you're like, oh, shit, like, I don't say that to normal. Why did I just say that to you? Yes. That sort of thing, <laughs> you know? And then it's like, you look at the synastry, and you're like, oh, that's why. I got to not go near you anymore if I want to keep my yeah. secrets. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, you have a Scorpio. I have a Scorpio rising You have the Scorpio midheaven, so you get it, too. So you're like, oh, wait, I talk too much. I can't ever see you again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah know too much about me. Mhm. <laughs> oh, I love that. Anyway, that this was really like interesting, like conversation. I thought that yeah. like I'm learning more about the the asteroids was really fun, and like connecting the biblical ones was also like really that was cool. Um, but where can people find you online, and then where can we get readings with you? So you can find me online. Um, Whitley knows it all
2: across all platforms Um, but i'm most active on tiktok um i'm not too active on instagram but you can find me there and reach out Mm -hmm. um and as far as reading you can go to my stand store
1: which um is
2: stanwith.me backslash whitley knows it all
1: and what kind of like do you just do birth chart readings or do you offer event chart readings Yes, I, I don't offer
2: event chart. Well, kind of yes and no. So I offer birth chart readings and synastry readings, you know, your your normal everyday mm-hmm. things. But then I also offer discover your magic readings, which I really, really like. Like not trying to be like, you know, toot my own horn, but I've never seen people toot do your this horn. before with baby. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> But basically, with the discovery of your magic readings, um, I look at your birth chart through a spiritual lens to see what spiritual gifts you may have and possibly help you unlock those.
1: Ooh. Yes. I've never I really heard of doing that.
2: Right? Yeah. I, I pull a lot of asteroids that have to do, of course, with clairvoyance and spirituality mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And um, yeah, and try and get you to listen to your intuition more, like. I I really love those type of readings and then I offer um child natal chart readings as well which I really really love um and also (laughs) I offer um do you have a problem (laughs) readings (laughs) (laughs) um where basically do you have a problem that you just want an astrological insight on I'm your gal like please bring me your weird stuff like I love looking at abnormal and weird different situations to try and find an astrological explanation and try to help bring you some comfort, validity, peace, and then also like a deeper insight into what it Mm -hmm. means for you.
1: So, yeah. I love it. Do you have a problem? Yes. that's hysterical no go get readings with whitley that's those are really interesting i want to do do you have a problem reading because that's hysterical that's (laughs) absolutely hysterical um but thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast i truly appreciate you taking time to chat with me about all these astrology things today yes thank
2: you this was super super fun